0: Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, August 31, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. I'm on the road right now. Yes, loyal podcast fans. You might actually remember. I'm sorry, I'm testing. I'm moving my mic back and forth because I need to see if I'm recording because I don't have a way to monitor if my mic is picking me up because I'm driving. But yeah, loyal podcast fans, you might know. ...that I was recorded a podcast exactly three weeks ago while driving. Why? Because I got my first dose of Pfizer three weeks ago. So what does that mean, JC? That means three weeks from now, what's going to happen from that podcast? Well, yes, you guessed it. You win a million dollars. JC's now fully vaccinated with the Pfizer, baby. All right, quick story time. I woke up at 4.30 in the morning left the house around 4:45 because who really has time to shower anymore right I mean you can't smell anything through a face mask can you right so I got up you know, brushed my teeth took a quick shit drank some water and headed out on the road well I got some McDonald's on the way but you know I got a cup of coffee and uh, I gotta share you I got I'm gonna share something about what I did on the road. Because uh, I, I talked about it on the podcast a few weeks ago, or maybe a couple weeks ago. Well, so what's what's the difference, right? So yeah, I mean, I drove here, got to Pampanga Angeles, Pampanga at around four forty-five, uh, around six six fifteen, because of you know all the all the breaks and stuff. So got here, got vaccinated. Took me about well, it's around eight a.m. now, so. Six got in line about two hours, a little bit longer actually than the first time. uh but still rather efficient, if you ask me. In my opinion, it was an efficient time. In in uh for for you know in and out, not too bad. So right now, actually, currently, as I'm talking, I'm passing through the gate for NLEX, and I'm gonna head on. Let me just grab this ticket. You guys hear my window? Oh yeah, that's me rolling down the window. To press this ticket so you know i'm fully vaccinated now so i don't give a shit right what the where's there's no card that came out what the fuck oh hopefully it didn't read my rfid because i don't have enough cash on my rfid <laughs> i was paying cash when i came here so yeah here i'm um, entering the on-ramp okay so here's the story time uh so uh, you know pfizer whatever there's no there's really no story there's nothing eventful i guess the only eventful thing that happened. During the vaccination process, you kind of somewhat develop, I don't know, maybe it was just my experience, but since you're queuing in line with the same people around you, you know, you, you, you all kind of just look at each other and acknowledge each other. And then sometimes you develop a connection, like if you're unsatisfied with the time or if you feel like people are being efficient, you, you give each other this look. You know that look, right? That, hmm, I don't think that's the best way to do that look. So I I made a connection with a few nice, a few a few nice titas, nana. I think they're older. They're like nice, like fifties to almost seniors age, and I feel like they they see me as their apó in a way. I, that's how I like to imagine the the little connection that we had today. So that was that was pretty nice. You know, we look at each other. Oi, oh, malapit nanay, malapit nanay, malapit na vaccinate nai, like that kind of shit, and yeah. That, that's the only eventful thing that happened. No no drama, you know. There were no issues. At at least for me, I don't I don't I don't think there were any issues. So let me just speed up. Oh, you guys hear that? That's my Honda CRV V twelve engine. I don't know. But okay, so here's what I did on the road because I need to share a story with you because I lied to you guys. I told you a few weeks ago that I lost my vape. So I was like, oh, I lost my vape. This is a good opportunity. This is a great opportunity to, you know, try to give up nicotine. Well, you know what? Fuck, man. I couldn't do it, bro. I started smoking cigarettes. Not all the time. Not like a pack a day. But, you know, I was smoking like one or you know, two to three cigarettes a day. I was like, fuck, man. That's not good. So, I decided to buy what they call the IQOS. The IQOS. You've probably heard of it. But I, but you might not have known what the IQOS actually stood for. Like, I've known about ICOS, IQOS. IQOS. For a long time now. You know, I I I remember, you know, even pre-pandemic, I had a few friends that were using it, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So it stands for I quit ordinary smoking. Boom, mind blown, right? I was like, holy shit, that's what it stands for. Um so first of all, I gotta give kudos. Okay, this is not a recommendation, right? I don't want you to get an ICOS. If you if you're not a smoker, don't get iCOS. If you are a smoker, I think maybe iCOS is a better alternative. I think vaping is still healthier, but I don't think I smoked the Icos, at least in my last three days where I've had it. I don't think I hit the Icos as much as I hit my vape. So I don't know. Like, nicotine-wise, I feel like I'm consuming... I'm ingesting, rather, less nicotine than I was when I was vaping. Because when I was vaping, I was really hitting that shit. Literally. Like, in an... I don't even know how to, how to calculate it. Maybe, like, one hit for every two minutes three minutes whenever you know or whenever the need the need arose so with the Icos, i maybe because i've been having fun with it and i just wanted to try the different flavors i still have been hitting more sticks than i would be you know that i'm comfortable with i have smoked more sticks or they call the sticks in Icos heats h-e-e-t-s so i've smoked more heats than i did cigarettes the last few days uh (laughs) so I'm hoping that it it tapers off down the line where I only maybe hit once a day or twice a day. And then eventually, hopefully down the line, zero. But in the meantime, at least I'm not smoking regular cigarettes. I'm not trying to defend myself. I know this is a shitty habit. But let me just share my experience. Because the Ico store, I went to an Ico store, like a retailer. Not like a third-party distributor. You know, there are some stores that sell Ico products Or even like 7-Eleven sells Ico's uh, Heats, I think, right? But this is an actual Ico store. It's like the MacBook. It's like the Apple store. They don't have an Apple store here. But imagine like beyond the box. It's a very clean, you know, very Gen Z looking store. And their sales pitch was super fucking effective, huh? (laughs) Because you go in there and then they give you a demonstration. They give you a bunch of free products when you buy the, the kit. The kit itself was, I think, 2000 something pesos, but it came with six free packs of heats. Each pack is like 100 something pesos, so each pack has 20 cigarettes. Like a pack of cigarettes, right? So 20. So I thought, you know, for, I'm not, once again, not financial advice or whatever you want to call it. Not medical advice, but their, their, their sales team is fucking on it. Like, what a fantastic experience buying a product. I have not been so impressed. I've not been impressed with buying a a product in a long time. Like the in store experience, even pre COVID, like I can't remember the last time I had a very like wow that was a very good, uh like that was a very good experience in a store. The 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 closest I can think of is IKEA. Like IKEA has a really cool. IKEA is probably the best shopping experience you'll ever have because even if you don't buy anything it's a fucking cool experience and i don't know if the ikea here is open but if you've ever been to um ikea in the states or where i don't know i mean i'm sure there's ikea right in sweden right obviously but where else would ikea be canada maybe in the middle east i i, I don't really know the the distribution of ikeas around the world but in the states ikea there there's ikeas everywhere so, if you, let me just paint you a mental image. If you've never been to an Ikea, maybe a lot of you are, you know, live here in the Philippines and you haven't been to an Ikea ever. Ikea, uh, f- um, formats their store where you have to go through the entire store to get to the end. It's like a, it's like Disneyland, kind of. No, not really, but it's like a theme park. There we go. It's like, I've never been to Enchanted Kingdom, but it's like a theme park. You start in one section and then they, there's like, it's like a, it's like a video game. Give us a video games. most, like, old school video games you have to go through one level like to get to the next you can't just skip to the end that's how it is they'll take you through the bathroom section and then you go to the bed section and then it all ends at like the warehouse where you check out it's a great like it's a great experience plus they have like a a restaurant actually ikea is well known not only for their products but for their meatballs did you know that ikea has great meatballs they they sell it frozen but they have like a cafeteria at the end where you can buy meatballs. I forgot what else IKEA is known for, but I know their meatballs are the and they're they're something sauce made from some sort of berry. It's not a regular berry. It's not like blueberry. It's it's some weird berry like boysenberry or something. So back to back to um, back to my Icos deal. They had a, a great room where you could test it. I don't know, like the. I mean, I, I'm sure they had to get that shit approved by the government, right? I mean. You're taking your mask off. You're smoking the the ICOS whatever. It's not a vape, eh? Icos. and then they give you the whole experience with uh, sample units and shit. So I don't know. I mean, I felt it felt pretty safe. They seem to have sanitized everything. I don't know if it's worth risking. I, this, your you, you know, your your tolerance to risk it may vary, but you know, I'm not going to the mall. I, I mean, oh wait, sorry, I lied. I'm not going to BGC to go eat lunch with you know, all the people i saw a tiktok video uh, i was watching tiktok last night and i saw a guy who posted a video and i think it went pretty viral but most videos i see on tiktok are viral right i don't know what the definition of viral on tiktok is anymore is it based on likes or views because i've seen videos with hundreds of thousands of views but only like 800 or, or no not like not even like ten thousand likes so i don't really know what is considered viral on tiktok anymore I saw a video on TikTok which had a lot of views, and it was a guy who was just walking down, you know, that street next to Palace Pool Club or whatever it's called now, the the, the Cabana Club. I don't know what you call that. Uh, Valkyrie is it still called Valkyrie? The lat before it closed before the pandemic was it called Valkyrie? Basta that street, and you know they had mga ano food stalls and shit there. And it was packed, bro Like, surprisingly packed Even though it's open air It looks like I mean, if there were some people wearing masks But obviously the people who were eating They weren't wearing their masks I mean, I'm not shaming anyone who went there, okay? You know, it's their prerogative If they want to risk their lives To go Or risk their health, rather To, you know, go eat outdoors And I understand, right? It's, it's It's a sanity thing as well, you know Getting out of the house Seeing other people being in some sort of environment where there's people, but of course, you know, it is a risk. It's, and it's a big risk. But I was, I was very surprised. There's so many people there. It looked like a pre pandemic image or video, rather. So, I mean, there's that. That was, and that, that video that was taken on a weekend, fr- oh, Friday, it was on a Friday payday. I remember the caption said something like Friday payday. So, you know, you contrast that to the recent news, I think yesterday, where I saw that the highest, number of cases ever recorded 22 fucking thousand and something damn son what the fuck 22,000 plus cases that is wow that's bananas so that's the that's the new i don't know how i got to that oh yeah because of the icos store. icos wait how did i get to that topic icos to covid oh yeah the risk right risk so yeah just just back to the story icos i got it uh, so far, I'm enjoying the Yellow Pack, which is supposed to emulate lights, like like uh, light cigarettes. Uh, because it's made by, I think, Marlboro, right? The Icos. It's made by Big Tobacco. So Big Tobacco consists of all the, like the, the biggest, I think it's like Winston and Marlboro and whatever. I talked about it a long time ago when I talked about vaping. So I'll I'll let you guys know. I mean I'm not once again I'm not I'm not telling you to fucking get this holy shit. This truck's gonna kill me. And yeah, you know what I really hate now that we're you know since I'm driving or whatever. There I was driving um, from QC and then heading onto the NLEX on ramp. And there are like I almost I was heading towards the NLEX. I'm almost there. That's that road where after you pass SM North, you're driving. And then you have to go to the Anlex Tiba. So you keep driving straight until you hit the Anlex. But on the way there, on in the middle of the road, there are like construction, like uh, not sites. It's it's like a little block, a little square in the middle of the road, that is that has like um, a a sign, like cones and shit. But the, my issue is, they're not lighted up, and there are no fucking reflectors. So, you know, you only see it. With your with your bare eyes, when you're, I wouldn't say close close, but if it was really dark, it would you. It's a I think it's a road hazard. That's crazy that that there are just random like potholes in the middle of the street with signs that are not lit up. Because in the states, I, I know I'm comparing everything to a first world country, so it's not really fair. But in the states, if there's any sort of construction, they have a big ass neon or not neon like LED light like the orange lights that really flash, like, road work ahead, road work in 100 meters, blah, 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 blah. Here, they just fucking put it there and hope nobody dies. <laughs> uh, I'd like to think of myself as a careful driver. I always keep, not always, but for the most part, I keep distance between myself. Like, for for example, now on the NLEX, uh even though there's a lot of space between, or, yeah, no, no, there's, there's plenty of space between me and the next car, but, there are cars sometimes that will fucking just get on your ass. And in your ass in the sense of if you brake and then they don't they're not paying attention, they will probably crash into you. I had this experience earlier too. Now now they're here moving forward. I'm almost at Pampanga and there's this red fucking it's not even like a nice sports car. It's it's like a family minivan or whatever. I don't it's not a Vios. Eh? I don't know what you call it. It looks like a Vios but it it looks like a mom, a soccer soccer mom van, but it's not a van. I don't know how to explain. I don't know the name of the fucking model, like an Avanza, Avanza, but I don't. I don't know. I can't Google it right now because I'm driving and my phone's on my lap. But so it's this, you know. It's it's not a car built for speed, and this motherfucker was was zooming, bro. I could tell. You can tell if you're if you've been driving long enough and you're driving on a expressway or a highway. In your rearview mirror, you can tell when someone is going way past the speed limit. Because you're already going, let's say, 100 kilometers per hour. If you see this, this guy, you know those movies where, where, um, it's like an action movie, and then all of a sudden you see in the rearview mirror, just the camera focuses on the rearview mirror, and you see a car zooming, and you know, oh shit, here's the bad guy, come into, you know, try to shoot the, the, the good guy. That, you know, you know when a car is going faster than you. And I could tell. Like as far as maybe I, I can't really comprehend distance, but maybe he was like a little dot in my rearview mirror. But I could already tell that motherfucker was gonna be on my ass in like twenty, in like ten seconds. So I move out of the way because I don't want to deal with that. Like I'm going a hundred, hundred, maybe even 105, 110 Admittedly, on on the left lane, the the passing lane on NLEX. But I said I'm gonna move to the middle because I want this guy to just get out of my way because this guy is a road hazard. Like, he is a he's a death trap. You know, one wrong move, and he's a death trap. Because if you're... He won't... He did not give... Like, I remember, I let him pass me, but there was already a little bit... Not congestion, but there were trucks who were moving onto the left lane. And literally, this guy was behind a truck, flashing his high beams. You know how when you flash your high beams to signal someone, like, please move into the lane so I can pass you? But he wasn't... He was so close to the truck that... I don't think the, the the driver could even see him in his in his like side mirrors. That's how close he was. So if that truck suddenly had to stop, this red Avanza is dead, like dead dead in the water, bro. So that's why I I always give space. And if I ever see that, I think it's just word of advice. Especially for I don't know if any of you are don't drive and are planning to drive in the future, but don't don't even try to. Don't even, don't even try to like dick measure yourself with someone else. Even if you have a faster car, th- these, these people, I think, I don't think they have a death wish, but they don't seem to ha- comprehend like the external factors of driving. They're probably, usually those people, these people who do that are so confident in their driving ability that they feel like no matter what happens on the road, they'll be able to, to anticipate and survive. But, Nah man You're gonna die If you keep driving that way That person in that Avanza And you know, I'm not a praying man But I pray for them <laughs> Because one day One day they're gonna get someone Or themselves killed Just the way that they drive It's not good Don't don't ever do that shit <laughs> That shit really pisses me off And there was a time in college Now this is Maybe college Or when I was younger I had a, I would have a hot head I still have a, a short-ish temper but it takes a lot for it to activate. But when I was in college, I had, man, I was. If you pissed me off on the road because you did something stupid, I would be very petty and I would, I would be, I would like tailgate you and honk my fucking horn at you until you exited. <laughs> That's how, oh my god. Uh, and it's not a good, it's not a good thing to, it's not, it's not something I'm proud of. So I'm glad that I've kind of shook that. However, I have had, mmm. My 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 biggest road rages now That have occurred here in the Philippines Because you can't really There's no Unless you're on an expressway There's no really speed problems In this in Like people tailgating you Because you're always in traffic So my biggest gripe now My biggest pet peeve When I'm driving Is if let's say We're in the line to a parking lot Let's say you're going to Mega Mall but you're lined up And you're waiting to whatever get into the the parking garage and there's another inter there's like an intersection where cars are exiting so you have to give way to other cars what really really irks me so much is if the car behind me literally the we just started moving and then we stopped and then maybe there's some movement in front of me but i'm not moving because i need to let other cars pass if the car behind me starts honking at me to move i i get really really angry like i get really pissed to the point where i will look behind me because my mirrors have no my rear my rearview mirrors have no tint and i'll give them like a not the middle finger i'll give them like the shoulder now now what's the what's the what's the term here you know when you put your hands up like what do you want me to do like that that's that's my <laughs> that's my expression i look back at them especially if they do it maybe twice maybe once i'll, I'll let it slide but if they do it twice right because I, I'm not moving because I'm it's it it would be it would be actually it would take longer for everyone to get out. You know, I, I like to give way to people who maybe need to exit. Blah blah blah. But if they do it twice, oh man, I, I I I start losing my my cool really fast. It came to the point one time one time where it was really bad. Like they kept honking at me, and it it was it was so irritating that I played it really petty. I didn't move. <laughs> I didn't move for maybe uh, I know it it it, uh, it was an asshole thing because the guys behind them probably were d- inconvenience, but I didn't move. I parked my car. And I got out of my car and I I didn't walk up to the driver's seat because I don't want to get shot, right? <laughs> but I walk, I got out of my car. I, I like stood. You know, with not with my hands on my hips like a soccer mom or like a Karen, but I looked. I got out of my car. I looked at him. Or I don't know if it was a him or her. I, I really couldn't tell. Because I think they had like a really tinted window. And I uh I just looked at him. And then they stopped honking. I think they got the message. <laughs> right? right? That's one time. And then one other thing that makes me lose my cool, other than people who are impatient, are people who cut in line in the car world. I, I, actually, it's not really that's nothing new either though. If someone takes your parking spot you know, like you're signaling and all of a sudden, like let's say you're in front, right? You're passing, a, like you're in front of a car and then you, you're you barely past a car and you see a car is about to exit, but you already kind of passed their slot. But you're in front of the car behind you, right? So you start signaling, so you let that car get out, but you have to reverse back into the spot. What really irks me, and I think it would irk most people, is if the car behind you, all of a sudden, you've been signaling, right? you, you you showed indication that you're stopped, and you're waiting for this car to leave so you could reverse into it the car takes your spot oh my god if that happens i really don't care about the the law anymore i will i will key your car i will i will scratch your car and maybe break your side mirror <laughs> i don't give a fuck bro that is so rude like that is unbelievably rude it, it, like that is just that that's you know common courtesy when it comes to driving it's not a written rule Right? It's not a written rule. There's no, I think, I, I don't know, I, there's no, even in the States, there's no rule about who gets to part where. It's just decency. So if you do that, if you ever do that to me, I will cure. I've done it in the States. I, admittedly, I, I don't know. I'm not really proud of it. But it made me feel good. I don't care. Some people will be like, oh, but did it make you feel better, huh? You know, getting revenge, did it make you feel better? Yes. Hundred percent made my day infinitely better, knowing that the asshole who took my spot would have to repaint or like do something to fix their car. You know, people say that revenge is is um, or whatever. Like some people say that you know it's not really, it won't really fix things or whatever. But to me, I'll be honest with you, I think revenge fixes a lot of things. That's just me. <laughs> so yeah, that's my... Uh, I'm sorry, it's all car-related, driving-related stuff. Maybe it's because I'm driving. That's all I can really think of. So what else? What else did I want to share with you guys? Is there anything else? Mm, I'm trying to think. Is there anything new? Oh, yesterday, I watched the movie, re the movie called Yesterday. It's not on Netflix, I think. Uh, so Special Agent John. But i i enjoy that movie it's a movie actually well nah i don't think you should watch i have to tell you the story for you to i have to tell you the premise for you to kind of be enticed by it the story is about this musician it's a it's a it's set in england right it's a british movie i forgot the name of the main actor it stars lily it also stars lily lily james i think the name of the girl and he plays a, a musician who is struggling, doesn't hasn't had much success. And then all of a sudden, there's this event that happens around the world where all the electricity dies for like 10 seconds. And he gets hit by a bus or something, right? And then when he recovers, he realizes that he's the only man in the entire planet, the entire world, that knows about the, the, the band The Beatles. So The Beatles, like Paul, Ringo, George, and john lennon right like they don't exist in this world now so him being a musician he starts remembering all the Beatles songs and then he passes it off like he's the one who wrote all this music and it just kind of just shows the well if you're a fan of the beatles then you'll enjoy it because they they play like a lot of the songs some of them i didn't, I didn't even know were beatles songs until i watched that movie and it's a it's a feel-good movie there's really no villain there's no drama-ish. I mean, there is a little bit, but it's more of a main character versus himself kind of movie, which I don't think they make enough of, right? It, it's more about an internal struggle rather than him trying to, let's say, um, he, he, his, his path to success is blocked or blah, blah, blah. Like, he, he achieved success. There's nothing really, like, there's nothing wrong with his life in this movie, but, At least on the external side, so most of his conflict, or most of the conflict in the movie, is an internal conflict about him. So about him, maybe you know, it's not really his music. He also there's also some sort of you know romantic uh, element to it, which isn't a big focus in the movie, which I'm happy with. I'm 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 just really I really like the whole musician kind of aspect to it. Good movie, man. I really I really enjoy that movie. It's it's a nice little feel good movie. That you'll probably watch and then maybe never re-watch again Actually, I don't know why I had the urge to re-watch it I watched it in theaters when it came out here I think it was a 2018 or 2019 movie Good, good movie, good movie But I will say, I think the Beatles are overrated <laughs> you know, A lot of people love the Beatles I think most of their songs did not age well Even in audio quality, I think I've shared this on the podcast. If you've listened to my podcast ever since ever, I don't know if there's anyone. Actually, do me a favor. If you've listened to every single one of these episodes, message me on Instagram because I don't think anyone has. I feel like you must have skipped at least one or two or like 30 or maybe you only listen occasionally because I know I don't listen to podcasts all the time. I only listen to it when I'm really driving and I haven't been driving a lot. But if there's anyone who's listened to every single podcast, first of all, I want to know who you are because that's incredible. Thank you. But, yeah, back to it. I remember talking about it, I think, on this podcast. Or maybe it was Halo Halo. I get them confused because they're, you know, I talk about the same shit a lot of the time. But the the audio quality, even on the remastered Beatles songs, sound, like, not so good. I think. But also, I, I feel like some of their songs are... Just overrated. (laughs) I like, I I remember saying this as well. I like the Beach Boys better than the Beatles. Nah, I mean, unpopular opinion, right? But I think the Beach Boys have better songs. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I rewatched yesterday. What else, man? I, I talked about reinvesting into Axie Infinity on Halal. So I reinvested a little bit more there I have now I don't know how many scholars I have a good amount a good amount of scholars so maybe down the line if you're a consistent listener of this podcast actually I have two scholars who heard me talk about it I think on this podcast and then again on Hall halo but one of the one of the I think one of my scho- first scholars or one of my scholars approached me because they heard it on here and they've been my scholar for more than a month now and I've cashed them out and they're happy and I'm happy. So you never know. You never know. If you listen to this podcast, if I'm like, oh shit, I need to find some scholars. That I was very happy because a, I didn't know them at the time, and now I've kind of, I feel like I have made a connection with them. You know, I, you know, we haven't met in person yet, obviously pandemic, but I feel like, you know, we could be homies. I Me mean, and my the two scholars that I, I don't know personally. I actually have scholars who I actually not only them because these two guys who I got. I didn't know them at all. Like no connection with anyone that I knew. I just took a chance on them because eh, whatever. You know, you got to you gotta put a little bit of faith sometimes in people. But I also have scholars who I haven't met personally but were recommended to me by my friends who are either my scholars or have scho- are scholaring for someone else and they know someone that wants to become a scholar. So, so far the experience has been good. You know, all my, all my scholars are, are gamers or at least... They they seem to understand the game. They're getting me the, you know, a decent amount of the in-game coin every day, and I'm and I give them. A, I don't give them a steep quota, right? I give them a, um, you know, a pretty achievable. One. Actually, they don't even have to really work five seven days. They don't even have to play seven days a week, but seven days a week. But most of them, actually, I think all of them play every day. So I'm happy because I didn't. I don't require that. They're far exceeding my expectations as a as a as a scholar so you that's that's kind of like my axie infinity updates for you guys um, i think oh wait oh there's a, oh okay there's two things i want to say i'll probably talk less about axie infinity because the bir might listen <laughs> fucking bir man like i get paying taxes and whatnot but dude like where was this where was this shit before Axie Infinity blew up. Like I'm sure it's been enforced for a while, but they didn't give a shit, right? About people who are earning money on crypto last year. I didn't hear any news of it. Only now, only now because the people are getting a taste of the cheese. Right? Your average Joes like you and me and even people in you know, people who are not as fortunate as me. Fortunate as me. Fortunate as me, rather. Are getting a taste of you know, a little slice of the cake from the one percent. You know, from the dirty politicians. We're getting a little bit of taste, a little bit of a nibble. It's not even a whole bite. It's just a nibble, bro. And now they're like, "Yeah, yeah, you get a taste, but we gotta charge you now." That's how I see it. Of course, I'm gonna pay. T- I'm gonna pay the correct taxes. But I'm still trying to find ways. How I'm understanding, right? Here's how I understand it: is cryptocurrency. Because I watched, I watched a few videos when the news broke out, and and you know obviously it, it caused a lot of concern for Axie managers who maybe are getting into this for the first time or who are getting into the crypto space like me for the first time. So I did my research, I watched videos, and from my understanding, okay, don't take this as, as advice. Or if you are an Axie player or an Axie um, scholar, don't do your own research. But this is my understanding. If you earn 250,000 pesos, or if you earn less than 250,000 pesos, you don't have to pay taxes on it. Okay, so if you're a scholar, and let's say you, let's say you're my scholar, and you only earn, I don't know what 20, 250,000 is divided by 12, but less than, let's say you only earn 10,000 pesos a month. So in a year, you only earn 120,000 pesos. That means that your income, or your, what are earnings, are not taxed you cannot be, cannot be taxed for that. However, anything past 250000 between 250000 and then there's another bracket there, you pay like 30% and then it gets higher the more you earn, right? I mean, it makes sense in terms of, I don't know how democracy and taxing and shit works, but I get the concept, right? The more money you make, the more you should be taxed because you're fucking rich, right? I don't know what tax write-offs are. I don't know what tax deductibles are. Because I've heard of people, you know, buying expensive art so they don't have to pay taxes. I don't know how that works. Like you're spending money to save money. I, I don't really understand it. Broadfits help me out here. But that's my understanding. So me, I I already know I'm expected to make more than $250,000 in, in the year, within the year. Like within actually a few months, right? But but from my what I've also learned is that cryptocurrency itself is not taxable now at this moment at the time of this recording the philippine government cannot or the bir or whatever i don't know which governing body it really is cannot tax they cannot tax you like they can't tax your cryptocurrency which is in your crypto wallets in your crypto exchange blah 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 so i'm thinking of legal ways to avoid paying taxes because it's not illegal right it's not illegal so i'm thinking keep most or even all of it in the crypto space now what are the risks there the risks are you know if crypto crashes and you don't know what the hell you're doing then you might lose more than you would have had if you already changed it into peso and kept it in your bank account right but there are what they call uh, you know as my understandings go as far as my basic three month of crypto learning goes two months actually there are coins that are called stable coins stable coins are coins that are not expected to go to zero so they are as the, as the name denotes stable so you can keep them in these coins and they probably will not crash so people are comparing let's say for example bitcoin is like gold like gold in you know gold is doesn't really lose value over time so people are comparing bitcoin to gold so gold will always have value bitcoin as of now people say will always have value so if i keep my Axie infinity earnings and convert it into bitcoin then I can just keep it as Bitcoin And and just hold it there And then I could just withdraw Let's say in a year Less than 250000 Right? So it doesn't get taxed That's how I'm kind of That's how my mind is operating right now I haven't seen Actually, I'm still negative right now Just so you guys know I have not made my money back yet The money that I put in If, if, if it everything went to zero right now I would be out a lot <laughs> A lot, bro I would be out a lot um so i haven't really earned back yet and also my other understanding just so you know i know i don't i hope this isn't boring you guys but maybe it's informative just for people who might want to get into not Axie itself but maybe crypto is if you if you put money in like i did but you haven't made your money back then you are technically you haven't made any money yet you get me like let's say you put for sake of simplicity one million pesos in the game but your Axie teams and your scholars have not earned you a million pesos yet. That means that until you earn 1250000 on top of that, you cannot get taxed because it's still not earning. Right? That's what I understand and that's what I've gathered from the videos, the three videos that I watched from multiple... Uh, so one is this guy on YouTube who I watch like almost every day. He talks about shit that I don't understand. He talks about SLP and AXS and Axie Infinity coin, but he talks about Ethereum and other stuff. He's like a. I talked about him on the podcast. I, I forgot his name though. He's like a. He's like a nerd. I think his name is Gab. Gab's Crypto. I think is who I watch. And then I watch the the Axie Alerts team on Facebook, and they they did a little Facebook live session over Streamyard, and I watched that, and. I forgot who else I watched. I think it was not Chinky Tan, but just some some Pinoy, more Tagalog. Because Gab's Crypto is more Taglish. And then the, the Ax Infinity guys, which is surprising to me because most of their posts are in Filipino. But when they go live, they, they're they like, you know, Ateneo, nail English, man. So I, that's what I gathered from the three sources. Of course, as they all say, you know, this is not do your own research. So, you know, I can't really... Hold on, I got to switch lanes here, friends, because uh, I'm approaching this, I think, where I have to pay cash. I hope, because they didn't give me a card. So I think I just have... To, last time I did it, the same thing happened, but I, I still paid cash. So we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, that's the update on crypto and kind of my understanding. I didn't want to talk about... We talked about BIR taxing OnlyFans and content creators and, and Axie, but we didn't. I didn't elaborate on there because it wasn't super, super relevant to... Everyone out there, hold on! I gotta switch lanes and not die here. Yeah. Oh, here's the cash lane. Of course, the cash lane is fucking full. Huh? Why do you even have a RFID JC if you're not gonna use it? Because I didn't want to fucking load, bro. I should have loaded a lot. But the thing is, I'm not driving. Like, I rarely use the end. Like, so I don't want to load it with like three thousand pesos and use it maybe. Th- like, even pre-pandemic, I would visit Pambanga three three times a year maybe. I know it's. I, it should probably be more, right? Because my family's there, but I rarely drive on there, so I don't want to put a lot in my RFID, and and barely use it. But I guess I don't know. Whatever. So now I can hold my phone. I get. Oh, well, actually, not a good idea. But I mean, I'm 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 at a standstill right now, waiting for the cash line because I'm here with all the trucks, right? The Optimus Primes of the world are lined up next to me. So yeah, back back to Axie Infinity. Well, you know, let's just to close out that conversation. Some of you actually I've gotten a few people who asked me, like, you know, do you think maybe not on the podcast, but I've had friends who've asked me, like, what what do you think of it now? Because right now the price of SLP, the coin that you earn in game, is really low. Compared when I got in, the price of SLP was like thirteen pesos. Now it's it's at like seven. So it's it's cut in half. For me, I think it's still worth your time, especially if you have enough I, I wouldn't call it disposable income, but it's, if you have enough money that you're willing to lose, I think it is a. I don't want to call it a safe gamble. Once again, not financial information, not financial advice, but I. I don't think it's a. I think it's a safe gamble, especially if you're only going to make one team. Like if you don't make a team of four scholars, and you're just going to play your one team, I still think. It's better than nothing. It's better than you will ever, 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 ever make in your bank account. Right? So the price of a team right now is actually very cheap. So I'm not trying to encourage you to do it, but actually in a way I am because the more people that play the game, I think the better for the, for everyone, for, for the every, like everyone, I mean all the people who play and want to earn from it because the demand of the game kind of makes the value of the game go up. In a, in a sense, there's, there's more factors to it. So, in a way, even though it's not financial advice, I think I, I am, um, I am recommending that you try it out because at this point in time, even with the low SLP, the, 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 the trade off there is the price to get into the game, the price to buy axes now is cheaper than when I got in. So, my axes now are actually, are, they're not valued. Like, I think I spent around for my first team around 75,000 pesos. Right now, you could buy that same team maybe for like 55. Really. So even though you might not earn as much as you, as I did two months ago, you will be getting back your money at around the same pace. I, or, you know, maybe a little slower, but still. Because in the bank, 55,000, if you leave it in your bank account, it will you will never get fifty five thousand in terms of interest. Now, if you put fifty five thousand in, let's say a Pag-ibig fund or whatever, over time, yeah, over time, over ten years, yeah, sure. You know, twenty years you'll get you know in fifty five thousand the fifty five thousand in ten years might make you know I don't know I don't know how it really the math on that works. And of course, I'm not discouraging the safer, more traditional investments like like Pag-ibig and and you mga know, blue chip. Uh, funds and UIT I don't even know what you call those you know index mutual funds and all that shit which are you know throughout the course of history have proven to be safe gambles safe safe risks or you know less risk low risk um low return investments I think is what I would how I envision them so Axie is a high risk high reward system but if you think about it and I you know I don't want to say like it's not a lot of money, but 55000 for, I'm guessing for a lot of my listeners, or I guess most of you are, I wouldn't, I, I don't want to put a, you know, a, a judgment on who my listeners and what your, uh, how much money you have, but I assume most of you have a pretty okay cell phone, right? Like, I'm sure most of you probably have an iPhone or maybe a, you know, a nicer Android. I'm just guessing, huh? But if you have an iPhone. If you have an iPhone, or you can like, let's say your next goal in purchase life is to buy an iPhone, I say you skip the iPhone and you buy an Axie Team, because I think at this point in time, right now, you it's still the ecosystem of the game and everything will still be beneficial, where you will actually earn that money back in a few months. I think right now, my estimate maybe if you're good at the game or at least you try and you, or you play every day, three months. Or so. Three to four months and you'll get your money back. So, now you have, A, you have, uh, well, you've gotten your money back, so now you have nothing to lose. And B, if you keep playing again, in another four months, you get a, it's like you get a free iPhone. Well, not really, you worked for it. But you would not have seen that kind of return ever in the bank. And if you were gonna put it in the long term, which is good, you know, I'm not discouraging that, you wouldn't see it in, in for like 10 years. I'm talking about months. So in my opinion, although not advice, I think it's a fantastic investment so far. So far. Now, me, I have a lot more... Well, actually, I'm not going to tell you guys how much... Because, you know, BIR, right? Um, but I'm making okay money. But since I put more in and I have scholars, it's going to take me a little bit longer. Because the thing when, when you play your own team... There's no share. So I'm giving my scholars right now 60-40 splits where they get the 60%. I get 40%. Now, of course, it's going to take me longer because, you know, it's literally half the time. It's Actually, a little more than half the time. Because if it was 50-50, then literally, it would probably be half the time. Assuming, you know, the variables, whatever, are taken out and they are just as good as you. You know, if, if they earn just, if the exact amount as you, you will get your investment in half the time. So this one, a little bit slower because it's 60-40. But some of my scholars earn more than me, right? In terms of the in-game currency because they're better than me <laughs> at the game. So you kind of just average it out. But I still think it, it's still a um, a good investment, man. It, it's, I don't know. It I think to me, it, it will change your perspective on A, to earn gaming it will make you want to learn more about it and the future of it because i really because axie i think down the line well i don't think it will fail based on you know my you know the the development team that i've kind of kept up to date with and all the the people who are supporting it and not just the players but the backers and and all the big name the bigger names in the axie community the ones that maybe started in 2018 2019 who just who got in early and really believed in the project um i I think that play to earn gaming is here to stay so even though axie infinity might not die i i i assume in the long run it might not be even the most lucrative game it's the originator i think or not the originator but it's the pioneer like i've talked about how i feel like it's the facebook of of nft gaming but down the line i think someone will dethrone it you know like every great franchise like pokemon right it's super popular but there are other games. Maybe not necessarily in the same vein. I think Pokemon probably in in that kind of... I mean, what other games are similar to Pokemon where you collect and, and battle? I mean, Digimon, right? Digimon is still... Is Digimon still alive? I, I can't really think of any franchises that... But Call of Duty, for example, Call of Duty, right? And then there's Medal of Honor, which was a great... So Medal of Honor was a video game that I used to play. And I really liked it better than any Call of Duty until Call of Duty revamped... And then put out Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare, and then the game changed. And ever since then, it's been Call of Duty, Call of Duty, right? Yeah, just every. I mean, there's always a changing of the guard. But the fact that that you get into it and kind of start learning because me, every day, every day, I I think I found my. You know how people invest themselves or lose themselves in in something that they finally become fascinated with. You know how Rika, like Rika, she wasn't a big BTS fan until Dynamite hit. And then she really was like, fuck, the song's awesome. Then she started learning more. And now she could probably tell the difference between their fingernails and shit. Like, that's what I'm doing. Like, I am, every day I am watching videos on not just Axie, but just play to earn gaming, blockchain gaming, NFTs. I'm researching NFTs. I don't want to put any money in yet because I'm waiting to kind of make more money through Axie first. But I'm learning. I'm learning. And it's not... And it's actually... Uh, if, if any of you trade stocks, a lot of the concepts, I think, are the same. It's just you have to learn the, the 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 coins and stuff now. Like, there are coins. There's altcoins. There's DeFi. Like, I don't understand all these things. But I'm learning every day. I'm studying coins that people have a lot of interest in. That people are projecting to really maybe, what they say, go to the moon. You know, I'm, learning about coins like XRP and Solana and, and, uh, what's ADA? I forgot what ADA Broadfitz was telling me about it. It sounds like a Italian restaurant. The, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't even start with an A. I forgot the name of the, the coin, but ADA is like the coin, like, name on the market. So I'm studying that. Like, I'm, I'm reading up on it. I'm watching videos on it every day. So, uh, I found what I think could be something that I want to do, not full time, obviously, but something that where I want to invest my money in and, and risk my money in. Uh, that's just, I don't know. I just feel like maybe it's, you know, of course, I want to be the next, you know, I want to get in on a coin that goes 10x or 100x. Like who doesn't? Right. Who doesn't want to find the next big thing? But just studying all of it, it feel. I mean, I I've, even on TikTok, every fucking TikTok on my FYP is crypto related. And I, I save every single one saying I'm going to rewatch it. I probably won't. But just so that I can refer back to it, if ever it pops in my mind, I want to rewatch it. I do. So, yeah, that's my little talk for the day. I'm almost paying at the cash. So I think it's a good time to end it right around 50 minutes. I hope my audio recorded. Is it working? hello, 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 hello. hello? So hopefully it recorded. Uh, because if it didn't, then I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so look into Axie Infinity. Once again, do your own research, okay? Please, please, please. And do not blame me. Do not blame the market. Do not blame the crypto world if, you, if it fails. You know, it is a risk. But I'm having fun. And I am learning a lot. And I actually feel like I am part of something that is really bigger than... Just me. Right? I feel like I'm becoming... I am a part of something that will become really big down the line. The future. I I, th- I feel like I am investing in the future of, of something that will be the future. If that makes sense. You know how... I'm trying to think of a similar analogy before I end the podcast. But it's not a cult eh? But I think it is kind of... It's got like a cult-like vibe to it. <laughs> uh, NFTs especially. Like There are NFTs where like the, there's something called the Bored Ape Yacht Club. I kid you not. Bored ape like the, you know, the monkeys, gorillas, yacht like the boat and then club. And you're buying these pictures of these apes with different, you know, clothes on. And once you buy one, it's like you're part of a community. And there's nothing there's they, there's no utility to these pictures. Except to flex them right now as your Twitter profile picture, like Steph Curry. You know Steph Curry, right? Basketball player. He bought one for like three hundred thousand dollars. I mean, it's no, it's you know, it's chump change for him. But there are people who you know who are not multi-million dollar contract-earning athletes who are buying these thousands of worth of of uh, a picture. And there's something very cult-like about it. But I kind of like it because once you own one, you're like, oh shit. I'm part of this club. So with Axie, you know, I'm part of uh, an infrastructure where I am a manager. I have scholars. I'm helping scholars, you know, earn money, earn a living. And I'm hoping my scholars also want to reinvest in the game and maybe buy their own team someday so that they can earn their own keep. And then maybe they could scholar more people, you know, down the line. Right. That's how I envision it down, you know, in in the future future. And then, you know, Axie's going to include more shit down the line, like land gameplay, which I don't really understand yet. I don't know how that's going to work. So, yeah. All right. I'm going to pay now. That's it. Enjoy the rest of your week. I don't know if I'll record on Friday, but I gave you almost an hour's worth here. So I hope you enjoyed it. Take care of yourself. And uh, by the way, I'm Pfizer vaccinated. I'll see you all. Say it with me. Later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well.